0: You're listening to the Business Success Show with Jenny Lane. Tune in every week for practical advice, tips and tools to help you grow your online business in the right way to lead you quickly to success. And now, here's your host, Jenny Lane. Ladies, so in this episode, I want to talk to you about charging what you're worth, because I know that one of the things that a lot of my Creative ladies and my coaches, like coaching ladies who are in my VIP tribe and they're part of my membership business success school, really struggle with or have struggled with in the past is charging what they know their products are really worth, and also charging enough to be able to make enough money to make their businesses viable. And I speak to a lot of ladies who have a real fear about charging enough for them to make a decent living doing what they love. And there have been multiple occasions where I've been chatting with coaching and creative ladies and I've asked them to sort of do some costings for their businesses. And then we've realised that actually at the end of the day, they're selling products and services and they're putting them out and they're earning less than minimum wage themselves. And that is an absolute no-no. You cannot run a feasible long-term business doing business that way. So I wanted to go and do some research around charging what you're worth. I wanted to go out into the kind of the worldwide web and also to my local vicinity and just have a look at what coaches that were local to me were charging and what some sellers on Etsy were charging. And it was a really interesting um, exercise to do because what it made me realise was that there are people in the online space that are there's like vast differences between the prices that people are charging doing doing something similar. and what I realized was that there is kind of there's kind of categories of the ways that people are charging for their products and services, and I break those categories down into three. Different categories that I call cheapest chips, middle of the road and higher than Harley Street. Harley Street, for those of you that don't know um, about it, is a road in London where a lot of um, specialist businesses operate from. And it's a very well known uh, London street because they charge astronomical prices. So when I did my research about around charging what you're worth, I looked at a wide range of coaches in my home vicinity, like I've mentioned, and then I went to Etsy to take a look at some products that were being uh, sold there. And the exercise was really useful and also really interesting. So first of all, I went to Etsy and I decided to pop a search into Etsy for greetings cards because I know some of my followers have businesses in that niche. And I wanted to see how cheap people were selling greetings cards for, and also how expensive people were selling greetings cards for. And I, I, you know, I'm talking about handmade greetings cards. I sorted by relevancy to get the best match for my search, and then I looked for um I made sure that the cards that I was looking at were all handmade ones. Now the cheapest pack of 12 greeting cards I found for um they were for handmade drawings of dogs were £10 10 pounds for the set of 12 and there were a fair few uh sort of packs of 12 greeting cards that were sort of similar to that and then so those were like, like the cheapest chips one then there were some middle of the road prices where people were selling 12 handmade greetings cards at around 15 pounds these are all the same sort of size, you know, and I tried to make sure that they all were similar in the way that they'd been made and all of that sort of stuff. Then I went to the highest price and I found 12 greetings cards, a pack of 12 greetings cards for 34 dollars 99 What was interesting was actually they were digitally printed cards of cars rather than them being like handmade greetings cards. So the wide variety in terms of pricing that I found on Etsy just for a pack of 12 greetings cards on the first page of Etsy search results was there was a significant difference difference between cheapest and more expensive. And I'm sure if I'd dug deeper, I would have found even more variation than that. But in terms of quality, what was really interesting was when I was looking at the quality of those cards, it was actually the pack of 12 greetings cards for 10 quid that looked the best quality. Each seller had around the same number of five star reviews and each seller had the same, roughly the same amount of sales that they had made. So the biggest difference between those three different levels of cards was the price that the seller had chosen, chosen to sell them at. One went for the cheapest chips option, 12 cards for 10 quid. One went for middle of the road, 12 cards for 15 quid. And one went for the higher than Harley Street level, 12 cards for 34.99. So if you do the maths, the cheapest chips were selling for 83 pence a card. There could not have been any profit in that at all. The middle of the road was selling for £1.25 a card. Again, I would expect there to be very little profit in that, and the higher than Harley Street was selling at two pound ninety one a card, probably some profit in that. I know which one of those sellers I would have preferred to be. Now, when I went to look at coaching uh, services in my local area, and I, I, I focused on life coaching to keep things simple, I found coaches within like five mile, five mile radius of where I live. Offering one-to-one sessions, some were charging 30 quid an hour and some were charging over 200 pounds an hour. Now I've had conversations with coaches in the online space who've talked to me about the services that they're offering to their clients and I've had to really encourage them to raise their prices immediately and there seems to be this real fear that if you charge what you're worth you'll lose business but that is not the case. In fact every time I increase my own one-to-one coaching prices over 20 years that I did one-to-one coaching sessions. I never lost a single client. And in actual fact, I always had more clients come on board. When you charge what you are worth, the right people will find you. And, And remember, if you choose to feel the fear and let that define the prices you charge, you're going to have to work more hours to get the same level of income that a coach or a creative who charges what they are worth would get coming in with half the work. So I know I would rather have five clients pay me 125 quid an hour than 12 clients paying me 50 quid an hour to reach the same income level. When I charged what I was worth, I had half the, t- half the amount of work for the same return. Now guys, look you are always going to find an ocean of people who are prepared to charge peanuts for their products and services and a lot of the time that is because they sell in a fear-based environment where their focus is just on trying to get some money in the till and they probably don't have a really good and clear grasp about their costings, the profits that they need to make, the amount of sales they need to make on a month-by-month basis to make their business viable. They're just throwing stuff out there and keeping their fingers crossed that somebody somewhere is going to buy their products or their services up until the point that they realise this isn't working for me. I'm not really earning anything out of it. It's almost like I'm giving my stuff away for free. I'm packing it in. This is never going to work. Now, it takes, it takes bravery to charge what you're worth. It takes self-belief. It takes being bold. It takes being able to ignore the people who say to you, I can get it cheaper from another seller or I can get it cheaper down the road or do you know there's a coach just over there that does what you do and they do it for half the price. You have to remember that those people are not your ideal client. Let them go and create space for the people that value you as the expert that you are doing what you do sufficiently so that they will pay to be part of what it is you are selling. When you sit and take account of the cost of creating your product or service in terms of your time, materials, marketing costs, packaging and so on, you should at the end of the day be able to add a sufficient amount of profit on top of those costs in order to make it worth your while Getting up every day and running your business. Otherwise, what's the point? Because if you don't do that, guys, if you do not have enough profit on top of the products and services you are selling, you are basically working your nuts off to give stuff away for free. So you have to you have to be mindful of this. And I really want you to I want you to think about whether you need to just go and review. Review the products and the services you are offering, and just start to look at whether you are charging enough for them. You've got to remember that you can never compete with the likes of the big shops in terms of what they charge. There's there's no point in you even thinking about that. And also, you can never compete with the people who are happy to sell for cheapest chips. That is not where a good business model lies. In fact, a good business model does not lie in competing on price. Now, middle of the road is where a lot of people end up. They figure it's kind of like a safe place between the cheapest chips sellers and the higher than Harley Street sellers. But that middle of the road place, you need to be aware of this. That middle of the road place is also an ocean full of people trying to sell the same way as you. The competition is much higher and much harder. So you have to just be, you have to be really strong about charging sufficient prices for the products and services you're selling. I've given this example a lot of times. There's a a creative lady in in the online space called Sarah K. Benning. You can go and check her out. And she creates gorgeous contemporary plant, embroidery hoops and um, I've taken a look at Sarah's website and she sells her embroidered hoops for anywhere between sixty five dollars for like very small ones and twelve hundred dollars for the larger ones and if you take a look at her site you'll see that her designs are generally always sold out so she sells her monthly embroidery downloadable single pattern just the single pattern that people are getting for twenty dollars And then she also does like a downloadable four-pattern bundle that she sells for over $50. Now, she has a loyal fan base, massive loyal fan base. And they literally queue to get her monthly downloadables. And she's been hugely successful. Yet, if I go over to Etsy, I can find similar hoops and patterns for cheapest chips prices with business owners who are spending hours creating their hoops and then selling them for nothing. And the only difference between Sarah who charges what she's worth and the people that are selling similar stuff to her on Etsy that don't charge what they're worth is self-belief and a knowledge that if they're going to do this as a business, they need to charge what they're worth and be bold about doing so. So I want to ask you if you need to review your prices. Are you running your business in fear of charging too much? Are you running your business in fear of standing out from the herd of people charging too little? And you're staying safe and cozy in your middle-of-the-road prices because you kind of feel comfy there because it's what everyone else is doing. And is it time for you to just grab hold of your self-belief and go and find out what you can really charge? And there are ways you you can test this, you know. Listen, guys, you can always charge more. This is your business and your life. You can charge whatever the heck you want and you can put your products and services out there at whatever price you want. And you can test the waters. I could go to the online space now and I could find a coach that is charging £5,000 for a session. You know, it, these things happen and people are signing up. People will trip over themselves to go and sign up to that coach that's charging £5,000 a session. The only thing is that is that coach doesn't need a massive list of people accessing their coaching services when they're charging five grand a session so you can choose to up your prices and test the market and keep upping your prices to find your ceiling or you can stay small and sell in that fear-based environment and then have to keep working twice as hard to make ends meet so perhaps it's time for you to stand out perhaps it's time for you to just start charging what you are truly worth Of course, guys, you know, when you charge what you are worth, you've then got to back your prices up with amazing service, amazing value, great delivery, commitment to your customers, treating people like VIPs, and making you the standout go to expert for what it is you do. But if one coach can charge 30 quid an hour and another can charge £5,000 an hour, and the £5,000 an hour coach is more successful, What does that tell you? Well, yes, it tells you that they will have had to work bloody hard to gain authority. And yes, the coach that charges £5,000 will have had to have honed their craft and their expertise. But most of all, they will have gotten results for their clients who then start talking about them to others. And their value increased as a result. So that's the other thing that you need to be mindful of. You know, you need to charge what you're worth, but you also need to back up what you're doing with amazing service value, great delivery, commitment to your customers and so on and so forth. Because when you do that, even if you're charging more than your competitors, your customers are going to start talking about you to other people and they're then going to start bringing other people to you. So you can start small on this if you need to. You know, if you're really anxious about taking this step, just take one product or one service. Or think about a little collection of products or services that you can put together under kind of one theme. Or choose a specific part of your service or your product range that you can put out into the market. And create a price that is really, really worth what it is is you know you should charge for that product or service. And then show up and start raving about it. Collect reviews, collect testimonials, show your products in people's houses, show you working with clients with that more expensive service and how much value it has for them. Be fearless in your promotion about how much value your product or service has and the level of quality and service that comes alongside that more expensive product or service. Because what you'll find is it is rarely the price at the end of the day that truly dictates whether someone will buy into what it is you're selling. It's more to do with how much they want that thing because it it resolves a niche they've got or it resolves an issue, a stress, a challenge or a feeling that they want in their lives. You don't have to show up and try to serve the masses by selling cheap. That is just not a good business model. You need to charge what you're worth and you need to keep the faith. And you need to look for customers that respect you for the value and the level of service you give. Build fantastic relationships with those people so that they keep coming back to you and they keep talking about you to others. When you can do that, you really, truly have a chance to make a fantastic living out of the products and services you sell. So I remember as a one-to-one coach, when I first started out in 1998, I charged 20 quid for a one-to-one session and I kept that price for a lot of years because I was fearful that if I raised my prices, I'd lose I'd lose my clients. And I was working nine to ten hours a day, seven days a week, to try and make ends meet, and it was exhausted. It, it it was exhausting, and it led to me burning out. And then I met Richard, my fella, and he told me how he used to restore and sell antique fire surrounds, and he had a big customer base. And he was really busy and he was like me, was burnt out with just all of this restoring and selling of antique fireplaces. And he decided he needed to do something about this. So overnight, he trebled his prices, literally shut his shop the one day, opened it the next day and everything was three times the price. And what happened as a result of that was his business grew. He lost all of those pain in the ass customers that were looking for cheap deals And he gained real quality customers who became long-term loyal clients who he sold to over and over and over again. So when we had that conversation way back then, I doubled my prices. And I lost a couple of clients, but that wasn't an issue because I gained more. I reduced the hours that I worked and I still earned more money. So you've got to hold your nerve with this, girls. You've got to have self-belief. You have got to show up with value In terms of quality and the level of service and the commitment you give to your customers. But you have got to start charging what you are worth. And this is how you scale your business. You scale your business by charging what you're worth. So you're making profit on everything you sell. And you're earning more money for less work, less stress and less pain in the ass customers. So perhaps it's time to take stock. Is that something that you know you need to do? Because when you look at your revenue, you realise that all you're doing is covering your overheads and you're not actually making real profit on top of that. Go and find your competitors who charge a whole lot more than you and see how they show up and the level of service they give and the quality and the sales they make. And then be absolutely determined that what you're going to do is be at least as good as them, if not better. And then make a commitment to be becoming that person. It is time for you to break out of the small-minded, chips charges. And to start really testing just how much you are worth. Because you know you may be surprised at the results. And just a quick note to finish, ladies. I cover a lot of this sort of stuff in my membership, Business Success School. And, um... There's a whole lot of training, a whole lot of tips, a whole lot of tools, a whole lot of resources in Business Success School that are all about helping you just to become better at business and helping to reduce the amount of overwhelm and the challenges that you face and also helping you to learn all of the tech stuff that you need to learn whether it's how to use Instagram properly, how to use Canva to brand your business properly, how to use WordPress or MailChimp, how to get good at creating content, how to get good at setting up mailing lists and emailing your audience, how to create freebies, how to use Pinterest. All of that sort of stuff is is the deep dive training tips and tools and walkthrough videos showing you how to do all of these amazing things for your business that are going to help you become the go-to expert for the business that you are running so that you start to attract an audience to you because they can see that you know what you are doing and you are giving the best quality in terms of service and commitment and product and trainings and coaching and so on and so forth. So if you if you if you're interested in learning more about business success school and having me right there by your side as you grow your business in the online space you'll find a link in this podcast description um, that you can go and click and um, just go and Look at Business Success School and find out just how much you get for an incredibly small investment um, every month and how it's going to help you to just really push your business forwards in a way that means that you are going to become the go-to expert. You are going to be the one that's making the profits. You are going to be the one that has a loyal customer base, a loyal tribe, a loyal VIP following so head to the um, link in my podcast description for information about business success school and I really hope that you have found some of what I've covered in this episode useful and I'll catch up with you again for another podcast episode real soon take care for now bye girl thanks for showing up being here and tuning into this episode I appreciate you Remember to subscribe so that you'll receive a notification when more episodes go live. And why not share this podcast with another female business owner who you know will get value from being here. I want you to stay on your business. I want you to stay committed to your business. I want you to become unstoppable in your business. And I'll catch up with you for more business success tips real soon. Take care. Bye for now.